Pat, you really should have saved that Quicksilver tank top banter until we got started. <laughs> but that's what people want to hear. Yes, all of our Quicksilver merchandise. Um, welcome. Listen, to- I have so many. <laughs> My God, so many Quicksilver tank tops. I was a big fan I of Bill. I was a big fan of Billabong as well. So I couldn't afford it. How, how, how do you feel? <laughs> All right. I oh, well, love Billabong. I think Hurley might have been the best one of all. Well, that was the Blink-182 one, right? They made Hurley yeah. super big, right? Yeah. They made Hurley big, and then they went on to create their own brands like Famous Stars and Straps. And, and Atticus. Um, Atticus and Macbeth. Oh, Macbeth. Pat's a sub stack, you would know because he wrote a whole article about it. I, I do. I, Pat, Pat sends me the emails. He just sent me one the other day. Um, Some people this- <laughs> use their uh, degrees for good. Not me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get started because uh, this is episode three of Anti-Capitalist Radio. Um, I'm joined by two friends, Diego and Pat. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, two old friends um, bonded over music long ago. Um, and we're just going to share some music today. So it's going to be similar to, uh, you know, the previous two episodes where we each picked uh, five songs that we could find on Bandcamp uh, that you guys can go out and support on Bandcamp Friday, which is coming up soon. I should have picked out that uh, date ahead of time. When is it? The first Friday of next month? I think so. What, what, what is the first Friday of next month? Uh, next week. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah. Tuesday. Oh, it's the it's the fourth. It's the fourth. <laughs> the fourth. The day oh, after Diego's mind. birthday. The day after. Did I say my, Tuesday? Beyonce's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> when is the next Bandcamp Friday? It's on Tuesday. It's on Beyonce's Listen. birthday. Everyone. Uh, yeah. So, all right, great. So, um, it's <laughs> off to a great start. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. But yeah, uh, Friday the 4th, you guys can go ahead and Bandcamp doesn't take any of their cut of the purchases. So go ahead and spend lots of money um, supporting artists that can't tour or play shows because of um, the coronavirus. So, all right. Um, I think we should Do you know get- offhand how much they usually take? Uh, it's uh, I don't know I think it's only I don't think it's too much because I, I, I when eyelashes made whatever little money we have on there it's like every dollar we get like after band camp fees and PayPal fees I think we get like 75 cents so it gotcha. so I think okay. I think they'll still take the PayPal fees I'd imagine, right. but uh, I think, you know, you get, right. you know, another like 10 to 15 cents on the dollar. So it's uh cool. It's, it's better than nothing, you know? So it's uh, a lot better than Spotify. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, we're going to get started. Hey, Diego, do you want to introduce this first band? Sure. Um, the first song is by a band called Narrowhead, who I had not heard of until I saw them. Uh, there was this fest called, it had a weird name, Advanced Perspective. I don't fucking know, whatever it was called. And anyway, they were there. They're from Texas. They were playing a hardcore fest, but they're not a hardcore band. Um, yeah, this is off their new record that's coming out soon. 
called Mike Trist. All right. I just did something stupid. What did I do? All right. Can you guys see it? We can I see can. it. You can. Set up. All right. Narrowhead. Night Trist. I believe the word is pronounced Trist, right? Night Trist? Is it Trist? Yeah, like a Trist in the night. <laughs> a, a meetup. You know what? You may be right. Take it from me. I don't know. I've never had one of those. So. <laughs> I definitely have not. It's beyond my, my expertise. Um, I, like the, I, I like this. I like this band, and I'm really glad that you shared it. Um, oh, yeah. I like the, I don't know, they're going back to the riff. <laughs> 90s. 90s influenced all rock. Yeah. They're so, definitely mining the 90s. I mean, I get very, uh, I get like quicksand vibes. I get hum vibes. You got Smashing Pumpkins, like, guitar tone. That's probably what they studied. But who, who am, who's this guy? Sorry, what are you doing right now? What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find you guys. I can't see you guys anymore. Oh, shit. Um, which is fine, I guess. I don't <laughs> need to see you guys. Uh, I don't show, break. Ah, there it is. Yeah, I had well, to go to, back, sh- to, to show video panel. Back, hey, guys. Dude. what What is that album cover supposed to be? Anyone have an interpretation of this? Um, it's like, um, it's either a mushroom. Oh, yeah. Or, I, or it's the dang Joker. I think, oh, it's the Joker. I was thinking it was a mushroom umbrella, like that this part is like an umbrella handle. The Maybe. color palette is insane. It's like, you don't see that, like the orange and brown. I I hesitate to say ugly, but it's like, it's got kind of a, a dirty vibe. Of like, I really do like it though. I mean, I like that the, the texture of the paint shows through. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. This bass sounds outstanding. Yeah, they sound. Um, so I first heard about this band because um, do you guys know Cora, who plays in like uh, he used to play in Sheermag, and he plays in the band from uh, Bloomington, Indiana, called Bug, with two G's. I do not know, but Bug also played the specialist. Right, and he also plays in Laughing Gas, which is a really good hardcore band. But uh, he, uh, I saw that uh, this past April, uh, Sheermag was supposed to come out here again. And I hit right. him up and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not in Sheermag anymore. But I am coming back to Japan with Narrowhead. Oh, and sick. He was supposed to, but... Uh, you know, but COVID. Obviously, yeah, obviously can't now, but uh, that was yeah. really ha- that's a- Go ahead. Has this band been around for a long time? Like, or are they kind of young getting into Japan? No, they've been around for a minute. Cause like when I, oh, awesome. when I saw them last year, I'm like, oh, they, they're new, right? And then I looked and they'd had like, you know, a couple releases, like two of seven inches in an LP already. I'm like, all right, well, I missed Amazing. them. I'm, I'm old. Yeah. yeah i'm definitely old pat you turn 34 soon as well diego's the, yeah. the oldest right? end of the month end of the month 
What, what's oh, okay? Cool. Yeah. End I'm of September. Gonna... That is. Yeah. Nice. Cool. We're all eighty-six babies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Age of Coral That's, babies. Yes. Good year. Oh yeah. Chernobyl. <laughs> Age of Coral. All that shit. Challenges. I'm not sure what else. Oh yeah. Challenger Rain. exploded. Rain and blood. Rain and blood. Ooh, that's yeah. Queen true. is dead. Yeah. Uh, the Peshmo Mode Black Graceland by Paul Simon. That one I did not know. That's a that's a pat yeah. that's a pat pick. Cool. Happy to participate. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of pat picks, we've got uh, this one. Can you introduce this pat? All right, ladies and gentlemen at home, this is RXM Reality. Uh, young producer in Chicago by the name of RXM Reality, pal of mine. His name's Mike. He. Uh, He's releasing these tapes on Hausu Mountain that are like experimental electronic music, really chaotic, um, very interesting sounds. And the live show is just totally engrossing. I've saw, seen him open for The Field. I saw him play the Hausu Mountain record showcase at the Empty Bottle right before coronavirus broke. So um, he, he's a really talented person. Can't wait to see what he's got coming next. This is the first... Uh, this is the most recent release he's done with House of Mountain called Blood, 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 Blood. All right, here it is. Does he do the artwork as well? No, that's done in-house by the House to Mountain guys. All of the records look sort of like that, and they're all like super detailed and sort of sci-fi and horror-inspired. Very cool. Oh, I, I really like the artwork because I, I, a, I, yeah. I love how the background is very pixelated and then um, the, yes. the kind of painting or whatever on top is uh, is very detailed. It looks like yeah. a, a Terminator 2 video game, but like superimposed with like mindless self-indulgence or some shit. <laughs> or what, you, what I think mindless self-indulgence fans look like. I think it's oh. apt because this music does sound a little bit like an old video game, but like run through some sort of insane processor and spit out in a bunch of fragments. It's really intense. It's a, some of the most difficult music I listen to nowadays. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what? Tell me about. Do you know anything about House of Mountain? Because like, what are they? Do you know about their name and everything? Yeah, so it'd be the the movie House too, right? That that yeah, yeah. Is a Japanese uh, like campy '70s movie? Is that right? Yeah, it's. I saw it one time. It's not campy. It actually, Same. like, it's it's a it's a trippy movie. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I've seen it too. It's no, been a I long haven't. time. Oh, I'll check it out though. That's cool. Houseu. Yeah, I think the uh, logo is sort of borrowed from that poster. Yeah, it totally looks like that, uh, the, the cat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when Mike is playing live, he stands in front of like a small sampler and and just like kind of stands still and just like creates this intense music that you're listening to now. And it's for a while when I was watching him the first time, I was like, what the hell is this? And then like something clicked and I was just, I was fully in. And I do, I love listening to his stuff now. I got all the tapes. Um, it, it, it's grown on me 
because you sent it a few days ago. And I'm like, what the what the fuck is Pat yeah. sending me? But uh, no, I know I, I sent I sent it first for that reason. I was like, I'm just gonna hit him with the craziest track I got right away. <laughs> well, so. one of the reasons I wanted you on was I was like, Pat's gonna have like the most diverse and uh, like songs that he chooses to showcase, and I yeah. I you haven't yeah. disappointed, so thank you. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> don't don't sign up. What's Joey. what's to come? Good. Um. Also, the funny how... thing about this is. Oh, go ahead. The funny thing about this music is sometimes I'll turn it very low when I'm doing something else, and it does effectively work as ambient music because it yeah. just kind of hums in the background, but then you could crank it and it's like, it, it demands your attention for sure. It's very cool. Yeah, I listened to it in the car one time and I, I was cranking it. <laughs> it was, I, I was cranking it in the car, waka waka. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> oh, it was, it, it was very, um, no, it, it was like very engaging. <laughs> I don't know, it was, I, but now it's a completely different you know, like you said, that ambient. Yeah. All right, that ended exactly how I thought it was going to end. It just, just straight stop. It just ends. Yeah, it just, just a cut off. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. So let's uh, move on to my first pick is a band called Super Crush, and they're from uh, Seattle, Washington. Um, but it is essentially made up of uh, the, by this dude, Mark Palm, who was in a bunch of hardcore and metal bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in, uh, he was the singer of Go It Alone. Oh, back, wow. Which is, one of, which, which is one of my favorite, like kind of like mid 2000s melodic hardcore bands. I really like them. And uh, he played in Black Breath, uh, oh, yeah. that other metal band from them too. like Seattle. And so this yeah. is uh, their, um, they've done like seven inches for years. And last year they put out like kind of like a compilation of all of those seven inches on, on a 12 inch. And it, this is going to be their debut LP. And this is the first song that they've released. It's called On the Telephone and it's coming out. Uh, when is it coming out? October 9th on Don Giovanni Records. So this is On the Telephone by Super Crush. I gotta say that this one sounds exactly like how the cover looks. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, for everyone's, everyone listening, it's uh, many tennis balls of different colors. We got pink, purple, orange. What else we got? Let me go ahead and say blue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A light blue. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Joy, I love this song. It's so good. I know, it's really good. Have you checked out any of their other stuff? Nope. I just listened to this one this morning and I was I'm I'm in. This is great stuff. It's super melodic, great guitar tone. Yeah. It rocks. It, you know, like this sounds like pretty much everything that they've recorded to this point. Like it's cool. like this is a super crush song, right? I got some Dinosaur Junior vibes for sure. Definitely. Um, uh, like that. This band's also mining the '90s a little bit, just like Narrowhead was, but the more sleek and 
and poppy side. Yeah, I mean they definitely they definitely have like a like a power poppy side where it's like I get mm-hmm. a teenage fan club a little bit. Um, okay. Oh yeah, there's like some yeah, there's some little Lizzie issues there. It's oh yeah. Beautiful. This is a nice it's a nice uh, afternoon on the Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, I was just gonna say this is driving music with the windows down. Summertime, yeah. got the compact disc in on yeah. the telephone. Yo, uh, Pat just got a car that has a five disc player. Six, oh, no baby. Six. Six. Yeah. Oh, let Listen, me not disparage you. Fancy guy, yeah. I did a full reload today. I put in all six new discs and uh, very. What did I put in there? Just just shameful music, but I do love it. <laughs> yeah, you put in the Hillary Duff best of. <laughs> I'm not far off from that. <laughs> what do your What do your kids like to listen to in the car? Did they fucking love this like Mickey Mouse sampler CD with like like Yankee Doodle Dandy, but sung by Goofy? It's oh, no. truly it's truly <laughs> appalling. And I, I really don't mind it that much. Kathy will go crazy if she hears it. So <laughs> I, I make sure we listen to that as a, as a group, but without Kathy. Kathy's my wife for all the listeners at home. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not Man, like, what a hot record. I love that song. It's really good. Um, that's the only song that you can actually listen to right now. Um, oh, but hopefully they put up, hopefully they but, put up some more. But check out a lot of their old material. Older material. I will. Nice. All right. So that was Super Crush. And now we've got Buggin. Diego, tell us a little bit about this one. Uh, Buggin, formerly known as Buggin Out. They are uh, a band made up of some young people from Chicago. Um, they had to change their name because actually this band and the next band that I chose both had to change their names because other artists had the same uh, name on Spotify which is just a big thing that's happening right now. And they get into big arguments with people and uh, the band that came first wins usually. Um, so this is uh, just fucking straightforward hardcore, man. Yeah. Uh, this is more about going to the show and uh, punching your roommate in the face. And we were, we've all been roommates, so, you know. Yep. Well, here we are. DBM I would never punch you guys. Bugging. <laughs> Actually, Pat and I haven't been roommates. That's right, but by the transitive property, I've yeah. been both of your roommates, so we've all been. Yeah. Pat um, took over my room. That's right. Correct. Do you know these kids? Diego? I love this band. Um, I know the singer Brianna, um, who is so fucking funny on the internet. Like, they had a, a a tweet go viral that was like, "Fuck every customer. If you've been a customer, fuck you." Which <laughs> I love. I love that sentiment. <laughs> You can really oh, sense, the, sense the anger in the music, too, you know? <laughs> you know, um, well, I knew that Pat was definitely not going to choose anything that was a, a ripper. And that was 50-50 on you, so I made sure that three of my picks were hard and core. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I love it. This band is so awesome live, too. Really fun. Probably the first hardcore show I when I came back from Alaska was seeing Buggin'. I love this. Oh, yeah. They opened for culture abuse and just about blew everyone off the stage. Oh yeah, I guess you saw them twice, which is because you know you're 
you're not as much of a showgoer anymore. Not that I am. You know? Oh, I'm definitely not a showgoer. What is numerality zine? Is that a That's zine? Is it a label? What is it? So it's a zine, and they put out this demo, apparently. Is oh, this a demo? Them. That's awesome. No, this is, well, this isn't their demo. This is their second release, I guess. Because their demo sounds a little rougher. You can, it's like one of those things where it's like, it's not their first band, but they grow leaps and bounds with each release. Right. Oh, you can just picture how the room looks right now. Slowly right. crawling across the dance floor. I picked the song mostly to piss uh, off Liz in case she listens to this because she doesn't like it when people laugh and songs. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. No, well, that's one thing I learned when I lived with her. Nice. I, I'm a big fan of the drumming on this record, especially this part. Oh, yeah, that choke in the cymbal. Love it. I like the artwork as well. It's definitely... Uh, oh. It definitely seems kind of like uh, there's a it, like turnstile does shit like that where they like kind of like draw over pictures. I don't know. It's like a it's like a common thing, but I really like it. It's it's good. You yeah. know exactly what they sound like without having to listen to it, but in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was cool. I I definitely really like that. It's cool to see Chicago hardcore people doing stuff, and I don't even know them so. That's how long it's been. Been been out of the game. How long have you been in Japan now, by the way? Five years. Five years. Just baby. just hit the five year mark, man. Yeah. It's kinda crazy. And uh probably never coming back. So Yeah, well, you know, we got this for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Um, cool. So here we are with uh friend of the pod, Pat Nordike. Uh, his band's going to be up now. Pat, why don't you tell us a little bit about Bruges? Yeah, Bruges is a band uh, out of Chicago. They play, a, uh, they play a style of noise rock that I really, really like. It's full of repetition. It's kind of got some heavy, crunchy sounds. It's, uh, it's um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I I interviewed Pat for my uh, newsletter and he was talking about some of the influences like uh, Yesu and uh, Shellac and so forth. So it's definitely in those camps and uh, really good full length that just came out this year, Thread of Light. All right. And this song is called uh, Fading Patterns. Um. Pat uh, Nordic himself was struggling with what to call the music. And I have, I pulled up a text from a couple months ago and I said, as to what to call your music. And I said, suicide chant. Mm. <laughs> it's a little dark. There he is. Hi, Pat. I love his voice. I think he's growing as a vocalist a lot. He's uh, it's just like he really knows how to use it, and especially in this band, it just it's really works. Did either of you ever see Yesu? No, I haven't. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I I was when I saw them, I was very sleep deprived and. I felt like I would fall asleep in the middle of it because it is droning. But it, right. so I, 
it was kind of like being super high and listening to them, I guess. So I just want to recreate that with Bruges at some point. Were they very loud, Yesu? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, I figured, yeah, I figured. They seem like an amp band. Oh, yeah. I forget when that was, probably like 2008 or something. Sounds about right. I have an embarrassing admission, which is I've never, what was the band that uh, Justin Broderick started in? He played God on Blush. Scum. God yeah, Blush? but before, he's uh, on Scum. Who wrote that record? Um, Napalm Death. Napalm Death. Napalm Death. He, I, I've never heard that record. Oh my God, <laughs> oh. that's so good. We should just stop and listen to Napalm yeah, Death. Yeah, we should just listen to that <laughs> record. I mean, it's not very long. No. <laughs> it's good, right? Am I missing out? Oh yeah, you should definitely you should listen to Napalm it. Death. <laughs> yeah, we have this uh, new band. Remind you, it's called Napalm Death. <laughs> I, and it's so crazy. I worship Godflesh. I think they're so great, but like, haven't heard the arguably the most important record that that guy's made. So, it's a problem I have. We all have our blind spots, man. It's all good. Of course, what, of course. That's what this. Uh, that's kind of what the show, this mini series in the anti-capitalist radio, is about. Yeah, very true. Uh, it forces me to listen to new music, revisit some old stuff as well, as you'll see later on. Ooh, Did you guys visiting. hear the shellac record from like 2014 or 15 called Dude Incredible? Yes. I think I, I think I listened to it once. Of yes, all? but I, it's not a, go ahead. I, I think that this sounds mostly like that particular record, like yeah. The earlier shellac records, not so much. But like, I hear this, and I'm like, oh man, the, just like the the patience is what I really patient. glom on to. It's it's patient music, even though it's aggro. Is this done? No, no. Don't worry, we have no. another three fucking minutes. Goddamn long. I didn't song. realize that <laughs> we were trying to. No, 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 no. It's a. Uh... I got I got shit for having like four minutes like like two or three four minute songs last time, and uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was listening to an earlier episode, and like anytime someone's song crossed the two minute mark, they were getting <laughs> like, and I was like, oh man, most of my songs are well over five minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. I can't. Yeah, I'm 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 enjoying this. It's cool. I felt like the second episode was over too quick. Yeah. Um, Hang out with my friends a little while longer. Yeah, you should have just given them six songs. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that podcast oh. lasted for two round trips to daycare in the car. Nice. Yeah. Just to give you a little bit of a comparison, one round trip is uh, is uh, Youth of Today's Break Down the Walls. Okay. Oh. When I was... Uh, this is how I time my life. Yeah. When I was in high school, my, uh, my commute from my house to my supermarket job was uh, the, the first, what is it, seven songs on the Minor Threat uh, CD. Oh, so the, the discography. Yeah. So it was, I guess, like, what was the seven inch? That's how the long seven inch was eight songs, wasn't it? Okay, eight songs. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as <laughs> everything, Everything up to seven songs. That's a really good uh, drive. Yeah. It's funny because, uh, yeah, I would, I'd complain about driving it, and, you know, it wasn't that far. Question. Is it okay for your favorite Minor Threat song to be filler? Yeah. Yeah. I, th 
I just feel like it's the first track. It's so obvious, but yeah, it's my favorite one. Oh, I like this part right here. I like the way Pat changes up his voice in this part. Yeah, yeah, that's. Ooh. They My recorded this themselves. It. Oh yeah, did Maddie record it? Maddie recorded it. Maddie recorded the, my next song too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pat told me about that. Shout out that. to Maddie. I need to befriend these guys. Yeah. I don't oh, he's think really I've even met him. Yeah, this is awesome. I like the since we've talked about covers before. I like that cover. Just a, a spare plant in the corner of a room, yeah. either just moved in or about to move out. Which one is it? Who's to say? Who knows? So many How Maybe Chicago is that image? Like, oh, I feel oh, like oh, a lot oh. of those, a lot of that, like, crown molding is, like, exactly what you'd see in any Chicago apartment. Flat. Any two or tree flat? Exactly. Yeah. It look, It's just so evocative. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, that's enough uh, praise of Pat. Let's shit on him now. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I just texted him. I mean, he had a lot of time to respond because it was a six-minute song, but, you know, he was just like, <laughs> I, I sent him a picture of us, and he was like, oh, hell yeah, that's what's up, so. That's nice. Um, cool. This is actually a band that, uh, I'm sorry, that was Bruges. Um, moving on, this is a band I found uh, yesterday or two days ago when I was uh, searching for some new things to play. This is a band called Aus, A-U-S, and they are from Berlin. And this song is called Schwal. Man, Joey, I gotta correct you on your German. What is it? <laughs> it's so it's Aus. 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 And it's Schwal. Schwal. Well, yeah. so. I don't, I don't know what Schwal means. But Aus means uh, out. Aus Schwal. Aus Schwal, baby. That's a restaurant. <laughs> That's the burger place, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Do they have any veggie burgers? I don't think so. Yeah, come on, guys. Get a veggie burger. I don't think I heard this track. I sent this just yesterday, so. Oh, yeah. so you got it. Yeah, this I, I changed out one song. When I first gave everything to you guys, I gave mm -hmm. you four songs, and I switched out oh, one yes. and then added one. So. Well, this is. Okay, Diego, since you speak German, what does Aus mean? <laughs> it means out. <laughs> I don't speak German. Okay, Not so really. there's that band Blut aus North, and I and I have no idea what that means, but blood blood from the north, baby. Oh ah. man, <laughs> that band's great. Yeah, the Totenhosen means the dead pants. Germans Ooh. are stupid. What a fucking <laughs> dumbass country. <laughs> I don't think uh, no. anything if you tell me it's from Berlin. Ooh. Okay, I like this. This is yeah. Good. No, I figured this would be right up your alley. Yeah, I was like. Um... Yeah, I forgot what I was listening to, but this came on after. It's like um, how I get most of my new music, especially with like like any like uh, post punk, like hardcore, or like new wave yeah. or anything like that, is through like YouTube channels. Oh, cool. Yeah. This sounds like the new ceremony. If you guys listen to that, I... one of the have you heard have you heard Spice, Pat? Uh huh. I, yeah. I listened to it once though, so I can't really weigh in on that. Yes. But, um... Same, yeah. just like members of ceremony. New, right? What is new what is Spice? It's like the singer and the drummer of ceremony doing a, a new band. Uh, I believe it's also the debut album of the Spice Girls. Ooh. <laughs> every boy and every girl. I, I I like this song a lot more right now that I'm listening with you guys. I 
I don't know what it's really hitting this. I think it's nighttime music. I think that's it. Yeah, this is definitely like you're either you're either somewhere dingy listening to this. For sure. It's dollar beer night. I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Neo, right? It sounds like Neo music. Yeah, they wouldn't. It sort wouldn't of. Be, it's not dancey enough. It's not dancey enough. Perhaps. It's, it's definitely not recognizable, which is a... It's a big staple. Would hurt it, but yeah. Yeah. For anyone not from Chicago, Neo was the goth club, and it closed after like 25 years. What about... Nothing did, gold didn't they say. have a... Do they still have a Neo night at Debonair? Well, currently, currently, they don't. Well, <laughs> um, as far as I knew, they were, but I haven't been to it in years. I'm also fucking old. What am I going to do? I work. I mean, did you see all those people that would go to the goth club, though? There was a lot of old people there. They're, right. You're right. They were, they they were the best heart, ones. Though. They were the best ones. Mm. Let's get real. Yep. Look at that album cover. Oh, yeah. baby. I hate this album cover. <laughs> but You hate it? I just uh, 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 kind of I just don't like the font it's, it's an abused ripoff right they're trying to yeah. do that it's, yeah okay oh, just making sure okay okay so it's an, uh Diego tell us about this uh album and how you came to it this is big laugh uh they are from Milwaukee um I stumbled upon them by going to some show last August about a year ago and they kind of blew me away because they they just have everything that I like in a hardcore band. They're fast, but they're heavy in a, in a, in a way. Uh, they're on 11 p.m. records, which released a bunch of great seven inches recently. Like, I don't know, Protocol, Armor, uh, Sniper, Sniper Culture. Culture. Yeah. Um, I'm missing one. There's oh, uh, the uh, Subliminal Access, Access yeah. which is but another which is, Chicago. Which yeah. is Abro from like Los Crudos, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. I'm thinking like he's in like two new bands recently, but not that. Yeah, yeah. Not that Supplemental Access. Macklin, who was in 86 Gemini and is also in Civic Progress. Not Civic Progress. (laughs) Civic Center. (laughs) Oh, wow. Different band. Different band. And also. Oh, that was embarrassing. Mike Stefnik. Okay. And then two guys I don't know. This is. uh, Anyway, these are dudes from Milwaukee. I don't really know them. They're kind of young. This is No Embrace by Big Laugh. And it's a minute long. And you said Maddie recorded this too, right? Maddie recorded this as well. All right. I like the pace. And I didn't, I kind of figured there would be very long songs. So I chose the short song as opposed to their outro song, which goes heavier. Yeah, this is great. What am I going to say? I don't like this. This is exactly what I want to hear when I hear a hardcore band. Right. And we're 45 seconds into it, and uh, you have to mosh now. Social distance mosh. The Zoom mosh. There you go. We we all mosh alone, baby. Someone should come up with a song and call it the Zoom mosh. And it's for you to mosh with headphones on in your room. God. It's like those silent discos. <laughs> oh, si- that's right. The silent mosh. Did you see that there was a show in Long Island a little bit ago? Oh, yeah, in I did Long- see like it. You had to sign a waiver, and but to get in, you had to buy a chili dog because it was only open if you bought food. Yeah. 
<laughs> Why? Yeah, and yeah, I saw it. it was a very heavy. It was a very Long Island show, from what I know about Long Island. <laughs> Actually, like most of the bands I know from Long Island are like pop punk bands, but you know. So, um, yeah. next next song up. Let's get into it. All right, guys. You all wanted an eight minute fifty five second long track, and I provided. This is Mark McGuire, formerly of the band Emeralds, but he's been on a solo kick for a long time now. One of my very favorite guitarists in the world. Off his new record, Nothing in This World. The song's called I Want You to Know. And formerly of the St. Louis Cardinals and uh, Oakland <laughs> Athletics. Yeah, I cannot Mark believe David. you went there. That was so <laughs> shocking. Yeah. Mark David McGuire, nicknamed Big Mac, is an American former professional baseball first baseman. <laughs> His major league baseball playing career spanned from 1986 to 2001 while playing for the Oakland Athletics and the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, right. He won the World Series with both. Look at that. Um, next, up, next up is uh, going to be a, a song by Sammy Sosa. <laughs> yeah, it's a song by Samuel Sosa. Oh, my God. I feel bad for him. He's got to get that every fucking day. Oh, I know. It's uh, it is a different spelling, so he got he has that. He oh, does I have even... that. Oh, yeah. I mean, also he doesn't look all that much like Mark McGuire. I mean, that oh. might be debatable. What if he grew a goatee? The... <laughs> That's him in the picture. Yeah. Is it him in the goatee? <laughs> yeah, he grows a goatee, and suddenly it's like, oh my god, I can't tell the difference. He's so skinny. Yeah. He's got to get jacked, you know, just hit hit the gym. And... So Mark McGuire usually makes uh, just instrumental music. He added vocals to his arsenal. Uh, he's, he's done it slowly over the years, and then this is the first record that he really leans in on the vocals. And I, I think it's a nice look for him. It's definitely different. Um, a little... A little startling, I guess, when you've when you're so used to hearing his instrumental pieces. I, I do like it. I, I like the because he, he puts some effects on his vocals too, and I think it right works well with the music. Yeah, he treats it almost like he treats his guitar thing, heavy processing, and I, you know, I don't I don't know how much he emphasizes lyrics or whatever, but they're right there on the page, so maybe he really wants us to pay attention. As much as I uh, was shitting on this earlier, this is great. <laughs> yeah, this is like, I'll put this on in the wintertime, 9 p.m. For two hours, we'll jam it just one song after the other, drinking tea. It's a good energy for that. I wish I had some tea right now. What are you drinking now, I'm, Diego? Well, I was drinking a seltzer water. Um... But maybe I'll make myself some tea because I have six minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now's the now's the time. Uh, uh, no, I can I can hold off. Uh, no, this is it's good shit. I want you to know. It's it's kind of got a little R and B influence. Subtle, subtle. Wow, I didn't even pick up on that, but you were uh, yeah as usual. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Where where was this photo taken in the cover? He's holding a child. He's in the desert southwest somewhere. 
It looks a little like Canyonlands in Utah, but I'm not sure. Who knows? It looks nothing like Mark McGuire, the baseball player. Sorry, everybody. Okay. So I don't know if I, if you guys are aware, but I've been selling my baseball cards on eBay, and Mark McGuire's cards are worth absolutely nothing because his reputation is just so oh. shot. So like, I have all of his rookie cards. I've got like cards that were formerly very valuable, but they're just they're as good as trash now. So yeah, oh, that sucks. Um, I'm waiting for his redemption. I don't feel like it's fair. <laughs> Speaking of baseball cards, you sent me some mail. I think you might have still been in uh, Alaska at the time, but I've got this card mm. right here. Look at that. Is that Ron? Ron yeah, Karkovice? Ron Karkovice. <laughs> former catcher for the Chicago White Sox. Deep cut, Ron Karkovice. Yep. I was like, I, I totally forgot that Ron Karkovice like, even existed. I was like, oh shit. If there's a name from the past and that person played on the White Sox, I'm happy to dredge it up. That's great. Yeah. I, I still have all my like baseball cards at my parents' house, I think, unless they got rid of them. But... Pat, my, speaking, yeah. speaking of the baseball cards and everything, my friend uh, Tyler, you sent him some mail. Yeah, I did. Uh, my friend in Ontario, you sent him, because he showed it to me. You have uh, ooh, Stout Stoudemire, what's his name? Damon Stoudemire from the Raptors? Yeah. And uh, I don't know who this guy is. A couple, of, uh, a couple Blue Jays for, for our Canadian friends. And Listen, also, I don't know a... Tyler at all. I just assume he's a uh, Toronto fan because I looked up his town on the map, and it's it's a, seems like a suburb of Toronto. So, yeah. And also, uh, you sent him like a little, uh, like picture, and it has, I think it must be from a zine, and it has Bernie Papin foot, so the few and the proud in it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And Joey Capel is in the picture. Wait, <laughs> can you see it? Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I think that was in Normal Illinois or something. I think that might. That was the No Delusion scene that oh. came with the DVD. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Mhm. Mm Yo, I made a bunch of my friends out here watch that video with me, and uh -huh. I was just like talking over it the whole time with my other friend, Jeff, who listens to hardcore. And I was uh, like, yeah, that was sick. And then everyone else was just like, what, just the, like what the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's like, <laughs> it's before Heather and I got married too. So she could have gotten oh, out. So. Yeah. How many, how many other people were in there in the room who have not been acquainted with? With my hardcore side? Yeah, um, or, or hardcore in general. Yeah. Uh, like four, four or five. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a rough time. Yeah, it is like it was like you know Heather and my now sister-in-law as well was there, and so. No, when I was young, I was convinced that I could turn anyone onto this style of music, like hardcore no. and punk, and now I know that that's definitely not the case. Although Joey turned me onto it, so maybe there's an exception to the rule. Yeah. I think he would have probably found it anyways, but you know. Is that so? What did you What did you share with him? Well, we did, I just took you to like shows, right? Basically, yeah. but you also would burn me CDs, so you like stuff from Sinister Label out of DuPage <laughs> County, and then like yes. you know, t Terror's Lowest of the Low and background music by American Nightmare, mental stuff, um, just like that stuff. That two two thousands uh, Bridge Nine top 40 hardcore stuff and, and yeah. there was my 
there was my entry for sure. And like Gorilla Biscuits and Youth of Today and that stuff. Yeah, I remember going to a few shows with you at, um, where'd we go? We went to Usually uh, DePaul. M- M- McGraw Hall, DePaul. Right. Mm-hmm. That was no longer a there. Great place. Yeah, it'd be like, like The Killer would play and, and uh, I don't know. Uh, what was that one band that was Haunted Life? Remember them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The singer was in, a, show. was in a Misfits cover band. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Looking oh, back on did, it, not We that did make great. it through most of this song. Huh? Haunted Life, not that awesome, no. No, not that great. <laughs> I was like, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, this is really cool. And then I was like, nah. I mean, like maybe like a year later, I was like, actually, this isn't very good. Yeah, it was like three months later for me with that one. <laughs> yeah, you were like, uh, yeah, this is awesome. And then, yeah, you like put I on I bought a CD. fucking t-shirt. What a, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have it? No. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Pat keeps everything. That's correct. <laughs> Except my baseball my cards, which I'm selling. That's well, but kidding. then you, you've kept them for, you know, 30 years and then you, you know, give them away to people and then sell them my total for ebay this month is 750 bucks holy shit isn't that crazy that is that's awesome yeah i I thought they were literally worthless and it's not the case you make a little bit of money out of them i'm a big sports guy i don't know if you guys know that i just love sports and i love uh that's not true i can't even continue this joke pat loves the ball i do yeah we made it through the entire eight minute and 55 second Mark McGuire song. It feels like a salve for this terrible year. Just turn on some Mark McGuire. You will feel better a little bit. I liked it. It was, it was calming. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, let's go the other way. Diego, since I can't pronounce anything correctly, can you uh, pronounce this? Band <laughs> and... I don't think this is German. No, no, it's not. It's, it's Norwegian. I don't know. It's it's, get Stalingrad. (laughs) Yeah, I think I I looked it up. I think it's your own Stalingrad, and then it's hot. Hate it. Hot. hot, Hate it. It's it's just hate. (laughs) Um, And then this this is uh, Craig Schroeder. Craig Schroeder. Oh yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Probably Craig Schroeder. Maybe. Okay. Well, let's check it out. Off to a weapon start. So apparently, the uh, most of this band is based out of LA. Oh, I, I think they're the members of Blazing Eye. I'm not sure okay. about that, but yeah. And then they've got this Norwegian guy who sings for them. So got it. That's funny. Oh yeah, it says right there, Los Angeles, California. But that's the record label. Oh, got it. Suck Blood Records. Suck Blood. This is fast. This pure, pure Scandinavian energy, baby. I love except, it, yeah. Except the dudes are from LA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I was listening to this at home, I got a little bit of a spazzed energy. I don't know if I'm off on that, though. The vocal, the vocals in the first song reminded me a little of the repos. 
like okay, yeah. the way the way the way that he delivered more than like the sound but um mm-hmm. but yeah a fucking pat nordag actually showed this to me the other day and i'm like fuck it's so good yeah this is this is a certified ripper yeah um that's great super quick just um yeah straight to the point that was actually two songs in there so Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <man. Yeah. laughs> we went straight the other way. <laughs> yeah, we can't consider stretching it out. Yeah, eight minutes of that would be yeah. nice. Well, I mean, I think that's. I mean, I think that Mark McGuire song might be longer than the entire demo or the entire tape. So, I mean, yeah. cool. It is good. Um, yeah. So, Krieg, Krieg's holder or Krieg's shoulder, whatever that is. That's cold shoulder in Norwegian. That's called shoulder. It's war leader. War oh. leader. Yeah. All right. Dang. Because like there's like a Kriegshog, which is uh, yeah. Mm. And blitz Blitzkrieg means uh, lightning war. Mm. So there you go. Why is uh okay? So Diego's up. Oh yeah, I'm up. Mm. Oh, where yeah. to go? All right. So for this one, I was checking out some music because I knew I was going to be on this. And I had not heard this hype band, and they are a hype band. Um, but turns they're out they're pretty good. Huge. They're <laughs> turns really out they're pretty big. good. They're pretty big. Um, I had seen their. I had seen like a video of them playing. It looks, you know, it, it is what you want to see from a band like this, where everyone's going fucking crazy and the singers confrontational and everything. Mm. But um, yeah, this you should just fucking play it. They're from, right. I haven't heard of this until this, now. This is Gulch, and they're from <laughs> San Jose. That's yeah. a great name. This was the stuff that I wanted you on for. I want like this truly ignorant hardcore. There we go. This. Yeah, delivers. this is definitely like fucking. You know, go in there, make yourself go to the hospital. It's the United States. You don't have insurance. It doesn't fucking matter. Um. There's a good hospital in San Jose. I know that because my son was born there. Oh, nice. Shout yeah. out to Peter Plaza. Yeah. Pat's son. Oh, Sleeping yeah. Sleeping in the other room. You were out there for Joe Hackman's wedding, right? Correct. Yeah. Kathy's water broke on the uh, airplane tarmac, so we had to uh, abandon that plan and go to the hospital instead. Oh, my God. Crazy, right? So... Most of this record sounds sort of like this, but at the end of the record, they have like a like a screamo song, sort of like atmospheric, almost like reaching like black metal, sort of. It's it's a, a departure, but this is more representative of what they sound. I haven't listened to anything else, but I've been hearing about this band for a while. Yeah, I I checked. I decided to check them out for this, and I'm not, I wasn't disappointed. This is closed casket activities. Who else is on that label? Oh, uh, my friend Nate Wyody's band, uh, Black, Te- whatever they call it, Black Teeth, were on it back in the mm-hmm. way back in the day. But they have a ton of stuff. They've been around. That was like in like 2008 or something. Mm-hmm. Let me check. I love that voice right there. So I'm not a huge Unhinged. fan of the sound of the snare drum, but other than that, I love this. Yeah, that snare is a little rough, huh? 
Does stuff like that take you out from time to time? Like, that's not something I pay attention to in, in music. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, does, it does for me. Like, mo- yeah. it's, it's mostly just with drums. Like, other stuff, right. I'm like, eh. Yeah, it sounds a little, like, high-pitched. Is that is that a fair assessment? I don't know. Yeah, it's like they tightened it a little too much. Okay, I see. Got it. Um, closed, cast- uh, closed casket activity has, like, bands like Vane, Gulch. Oh, have you heard of Vane? <laughs> yeah. Heavy stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> Regional Justice Center, Downpressor, the Acacia Strain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Downpressor, my God. That's yeah. a ignorant band. <laughs> yeah, so I get like only, only ignorant bands allowed. All right. That's right. So that was cool. Yeah, I, I definitely like that and we'll check out more. But they're they're fucking huge right now. Yeah, like the old, at first I'd, I'd seen like a video by them and then I knew that they there was a big controversy because they made some merch with Hello Kitty in it and it sold out really quickly or some shit. And people were fighting about it, as people do. And I... They were fighting they were, to get it. People were fighting. like, "Yeah, God, hardcore is." Or then, and then flipping it and selling it for two hundred dollars or whatever. Oh, and people were calling Gulch capitalists because of it because they made a hoodie, <laughs> which I'm sure they didn't actually pay Sanrio for. They... Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna like. It's not like oh, we're gonna license it, but whatever. We're gonna license uh, uh, when they make thirty hoodies for like whatever fest they played. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got the, Pat. You're up. Hello, everyone. Uh, we have Purple Mountains right now. This is a group, um, really a solo project from the singer-songwriter David Berman, who's most known for being in the group Silver Jews. Uh, David died last year. This was his final release, and I think it's the strongest one. It is. Um, lyrically unbelievable and musically a whole lot of fun. I think it's probably my favorite record from 2019. All right, let's hear it. This is uh, Darkness and Cold by Purple Mountains. You know, I never really got into Silver Jews until uh, until he died and everyone was talking about it. So I've been listening to it quite a bit, like in the past couple yeah. of months. Same here. I'm really bad at that. Sometimes I'll, I'll just ignore someone and then something catastrophic happens and it's like I'm playing catch up. But it doesn't really matter. However you get to the music, it's, as long as you find it. I have never listened to the Silver Jews. Um, Malcolmus from Pavement uh, collaborated on those records. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I did listen to the song because you sent it. Um, it's it's good. It, it feels like when you were joking about putting uh, Neil Young on this, because Neil Young oh, yeah, this is it. This is this is what you were uh, channeling. And you might be right. I might be crazy. Ooh, the uh, the music is provided by a band called Woods. I don't know if you guys know them. They're uh, kind of a scrappy folk indie band from New York, I think. Really, really good. Um, probably got 10 LPs, and uh, they roll. Nice. Nice. 
This is definitely some, this is also driving music, but in a different way. You're driving somewhere else. You're driving through the woods. Yeah, this. Let's see, open I like turning this on as dusk. It is more, yeah, it's dusk. Darkness and cold. Darkness and cold. You're going up to the dark sky park. Minnesota or Upper Peninsula. Lyrically, this song is just on another plane. I think the main lyric is something like, uh, the light of my life is going out tonight with someone she just met. Just like, delivered in this super catchy way, but like, man, that's a pretty bleak line. (laughs) This is on Drag City Records, one of the uh, indie records' greatest uh, labels. Labels, Indie Rock's greatest labels. Just an unbelievable roster. And, uh, yeah. Who else is on it? Drag City is, like, I believe, uh, it's like Tortoise and, uh, um, Joanna Newsom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like Bonnie Prince Billy, too, and, uh, yeah. Bill Callahan. Stereo Lab, apparently. And No Age is on there, too, now, I guess. Oh, really? Crazy. Yeah. This yeah, is this really is the, good. This is the stuff I'm, uh, I, I kind of pet to get for me. That's right. Because I'm not going to seek it out myself. <laughs> Happy to provide. Yeah, it, it scratches a certain itch. You can put it on when you're, uh, like just just chilling around the house. Now this is a good sounding snare drum. <laughs> and I like the recording of this is just great. It sounds really nice. Just like that end. Yes. So warm. Such a warm, like analog sounding record. Who knows how it was really made, but um yeah, they they captured the sound so well. All right. Purple Mountain's Majesty, cool. baby. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I found this next record because uh, uh, I really like Static Shock Records. Um, this record label um, put out like a, I did an order from them recently because I wanted to get uh, the Power Plant 7-inch um, Uranium Club LP. Uh, they're like third third big release the third 12 inch i don't know like if you consider them lps or not um but they just uh put up this record like two weeks ago or something like that and it's called clock of time that's the band name um actually they're from berlin as well um so um they're actually members of a band called diot do you guys know diot i've heard diot but i I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So this is like some of the members. I guess they are also in members of like uh, Vex with two X's, like V-E-X-X. Um, but yeah, this this song uh, stuck out to me most from this record. And it sounds a lot like Diot, but Diot's awesome. So that's cool. And this is called Pestilent Planet. Ah, Pestilent Planet by Clock of hmm. Time. <laughs> a pestilent planet.
I think this is their first release as well. I'm not even sure if they did a demo. Oh. They might have. There are only six remaining copies of the green vinyl LP. Wow. Ships out within seven days. You gotta get it from the UK though. I see that. Patrick Clauso leave. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Were you were you listening to us when we uh when you walked away? Sure wasn't. What what what'd <laughs> you just, guys say? No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you knew about the band. They're called Clock of Time. Clock of Time. Yeah, you know. Now I know a little bit about them. Yeah. They got a song called Pestilent Planet. Yeah. Yeah, and they're from they're from Germany as well. Okay. Yeah. It's lurching, kind of just like sluggish beat. I like that. Have you guys ever seen the video of the goths dancing in like Scotland at a club in like 1984? And they're all dancing, they're going, they're having the time of their goth lives. But then the song ends, and a song by the Cramps starts playing, and they all scatter. No, I haven't seen that. If this song played instead, they would have kept dancing. Oh, yeah. So this song's got some goth love. From Diegoth. Yeah. That's me, Diegoth. You know, the, there is still some dude who has not tweeted since 2009 with that screen name. And, and you want just, it. Well, yeah, so uh, for those that, are, that don't give a shit about me, and why would you? Uh, my screen name and everything is Bro, and I only did that because Diegoth was taken. It's a very sad, sad It's a shame. It's a it didn't have anything to do with you being a bro? It did not. I'm not much oh. of a bro. He did it to oh. be ironic, Pat. I did it to oh, be I ironic, and now I'm fucking saddled with this shit. <laughs> it is later. funny. It's, it's, a, it's, yeah. It is what it is, man. Diego bro, Munzo. Oh god, Mun you know like the first the, fir the first time some months? <laughs> the first time a the first time someone that I someone who was a friend of a friend visiting like from out of state was like, "Are you Diego bro?" I was like, "Fuck my life, dude." <laughs> I, and that was that was like 9 years ago. <laughs> Diego, did your dad changed his last name, right? He did. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't know. I love this story. I don't know if he really did. Yeah, you don't have to talk it. about it if you don't want to. But I don't really want to talk about it. But he did fucking change it. He Americanized his name. Everyone. That's, oh, it's fucking dumb. I don't think he totally went through with it because he realized that he'd have to like do a lot of paperwork, like with like property he owns and shit. Right. You know, change your bank account. Who wants to do that? I mean that's like that's like the best reason to never change your name if you're yeah. like you know get married or something like that anything like that. Fuck that. Too much paperwork. Social security office. So there's I, I don't have much to say about this, but I like it. You have not missed. Yeah. It's good to it's definitely something to have on in the background for sure.
All right. So that was clock of time. And now, Diego, this is the last round. Last round, everyone. I feel like time's just flown by. Re- really quick before we get into the <laughs> so last next round. Next up is... Uh, okay, wait. Oh, Pat's got everything wait. freeze for you, me. We, we've been talking a lot about like... Are you guys this... still there? Yeah, we're still yeah, here. Yeah, we're here. Hello. Hello. Hi, Diego. You know what I can do? I can kick him out of the... There you go. He'll come back. Welcome back, Diego. Yeah, my shit just crapped out, but luckily, luckily I'm back. All right. Should I just start going? No, no, no. My computer is hot. Pat wanted to say something before we get started with the last round. So what I meant to say was, uh, we've talked a lot about these songs being good as background music, which is interesting to me because like, that's how I listen to music a lot nowadays is I'm doing something else that's on in the background. Is that true for you guys too? Like how often do you sit down with the solid like purpose of just listening to music? I can't think of the last time I actually did that. Joey probably does it more than me. I either listen to music like when I'm, the, the time that I most actively listen to music, I'm still doing something. That's when I'm riding my bike and I have my speaker going. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And same. Like, uh, I mean, I'll put on records and just kind of chill every once in a while. But most of the times it's just, uh, yeah, like I'll put on a record and then like do the dishes at home uh, mm-hmm. or like, you know, walk. I, I feel like I listen to a lot more podcasts on like my headphones when I like leave um yeah when i'm like walking around and stuff like that and so i typically listen to music uh at work quite a lot and then i also do it like when i'm like doing chores around the house yeah i i would have to say the same if i'm doing something i need to have something going and the when i listen to podcasts i actually want to pay attention usually Mm -hmm. so it's music. It's when I'm doing actual work. When I'm, when I'm reading, if I if, if I choose to read, I did I did read something recently. Oh, I read that the Battle for it's Paradise. It's yeah, good. it's cool. It's I mean, I read books, Jerry. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to actually go like because like I'm probably gonna catch a train in like 40 minutes to go uh, camping, and uh, I've been really into Ursula Le Guin lately getting back oh, nice. into some 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 of the sci-fi stuff i've read like the uh earth sea stuff before but like the sci-fi shit's where it's at and I've actually bad never... news my last bit song is 45 minutes long so you <laughs> will not be getting on that train damn it i mean like i didn't actually make a specific time i'm going for the weekend so i'm going for like four uh well no i'm just going for like two like three days and so it doesn't really matter when i get out there tonight but as long as I can get to the spot before it's dark and set up my tent, I'm all good. What time oh, is yeah. the sunset over there? Earlier, um, earlier than Chicago. Uh, it's yeah. like it's like around like six thirty, seven. Oh man! Yeah. Man, the other I day I was in Michigan that. and the sun was setting at fucking nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, I guess this was like, this was weeks ago, but still. Yeah, I mean that's like the western part of the time zone, right? Yeah, it's just it's not right yeah when i lived in alaska i'm talking like 11 <laughs> 11 p.m midnight something like that Woo! It wasn't and it wasn't what, midnight sun but it was pretty close what's the latitude you were at i don't know 
<laughs> I was way up there. Way yeah. up there. Way up there. Juneau, Juneau, Alaska, in the panhandle next to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, 58, 58 North, apparently. There I you think, go. Yeah. Right. My address there was 625, which I always found humorous, but no one in town did. <laughs> me. But no one else did. No, no yeah, one else like, like 625 Thrashcore. Right. And I'm explaining it to Kathy and she's like, I don't care. Please <laughs> shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you were a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <Be> like, <laughs> MK you, Ultra. <laughs> you like, uh, like this, the spaz uh, Charles Bronson split, you know? The thing is, she totally would like that, but she doesn't want to hear me talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, let's go into this last one. Last round, everybody. All right, last round. Um, This is a track from a band called Ganser, who are from Chicago. Um, I have never seen them. I don't know if I ever will see them, considering how life is trending out. But uh, yeah, this is from their new record. Um, it's called Bad Form. All right. A lot of uh, Chicago repping today. Yeah, that, wasn't to. by, that was not by choice. Or, or that was not premeditated. It's an amazing music city. And I don't say that ironically. It really is. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing this. This I didn't realize when I picked this song because I just kind of listened to the new album a couple times. But it had a it has a music video and I'm like, oh shit, music video. That's a great guitar riff. Yeah, it's really cool. Super catchy. You can you can describe it as uh, my least favorite term uh, for music. Angular. I hate that. <laughs> but Angular. Uh, but uh, you can it, it describes it. What about like damaged? I like that term a lot. Damaged? Nice. Damaged, like art school or like, I don't know. Damage part one or two. Oh gosh. Sounds like Sonic Youth, right? A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. That might just be the voice. I mean, the, also the, the guitars. Yeah. yeah, the guitars too. I feel like Sonic Youth is not a touch point, if that's a word. It's not a, a really influencing many young bands nowadays. It's, that's a theory. I don't know if there's any truth to it. What do you guys think? Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, that people don't like Sonic Youth like they used to. You're, I think you're right on that. Right. I think they're at their lowest point influent, like in terms of influence right now. Yeah. Can you think of any other bands that are like, yeah, we sound like Sonic Youth? This sounds more like Gang of Four right now, I would say. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. I like the bass in the background. It's nice. Oh, it's got a nice tone. Yeah, I'm loving this. I would love to see this band live when they come through, yeah. or whatever when they, <laughs> or, or when they play at the empty bottle. When they step the outside, <laughs> yeah. When they play at the empty, empty bottle. When they play at the empty. It's really empty bottle. Yeah, they they started having shows here again. Um, I mean, like, there's far fewer cases in Japan than there are in America, but right. like they they're like all like these like 
you know, like 100, 150, 200 capacity venues are allowing like 30 people in. Mm. So, and I guess it's kind of what you got to do, but they also have the 30 heaviest drinkers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have to buy at least 10 drinks. It's a 10 drink minimum tonight. (laughs) (laughs) My God. No no straight edge fans. Absolutely. Oh, God. Nope. Earth Crisis tour. Nah. I like this ending a lot. Just total, yeah, Sonic Youth. I I love it. This is great. But also, like a lot of the record does not sound like this. Okay. What it, what does it sound like? You know, I already fucking forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it puts you on the spot. <laughs> Put me on the spot like that, but it doesn't. It, it's a little like, uh, believe it or not, this is the more accessible song. Oh really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, this has hit written all over it. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Yeah. And we come to this. Pat. Yeah, I had to do it to you guys. Yeah. All right. So this song is not new. Not even close. It's from 2000, (laughs) maybe 2001 or two. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I love that it says Naperville, Illinois. I guess these guys are from Naperville. I would have just said DuPage County. Um, The band's called Division. And... Um, a very small group of people, mostly my friends, just kind of worship this one record that Division put out on Sinister Label back in the day. And I don't know that it has much reach beyond that. I think it's really no. good. I think it's objectively really good. I don't think it's like you had to be there type thing. But I'd be interested in hearing what Diego has to say about that because that's partly why I picked it. Diego, I know Joey have, knows it. Diego, have you, do you know this? Um, I know that you guys love it, and I know that I saw them once. When, remember Peter had a show that he like got them together for? Yeah, I played it. Oh, yeah, you did play it. That was on show. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I saw My... Pete once there. He was wearing vapes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, let's just get Is that when this. Division reunited and Too Sweet played? Yeah. yeah. And That's Mark right. My Words played. And Mark My Words played. You're kidding. Oh, my no. God. I, I played with Division. It was so cool. That is really cool. I bought the shirt that night. I still wear it. To answer your question, like, I don't really remember what they sounded like that night. All right. Cool. This is regrets. One last thing before we start. Um, I want to give a shout out to the DuPage County Hardcore Profile on Bandcamp. One of my very favorite uh, just profiles on the whole website. Super awesome. Yeah. Yeah, What's that guy's name? Dave Hoffa? Yeah, Yeah. Hoffa. He were, he yeah. uh, he used to work at uh, Reckless Records. I don't know if he still right. works there. He, he doesn't. He quit, quit cuz he's going to library school. Oh, yeah, okay. I I actually started chatting him up because I I just emailed him out of the blue to to say how much I like the site and he works at the Field Museum, I believe. Nice. Nice. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. I've never met him in real life though. He does oh, a great so job of compiling music from the early 2000s. From It used to just be DuPage County, but now it's just all Chicagoland area. That's awesome. It's so, it's so good. It really is. The only, when, when I was like a teen, he was like the only guy at Reckless that I enjoyed talking to. Everyone, mm-hmm. I don't know. Him? Good. Yeah. Cool. This is Regrets by Division. I remember when I first started playing in bands and, you know, like 
we would go see Division, I would be like, I'll never be in like a band that's as good. Well, it was mostly I'll never be in a band where I'll be as good at any instrument that I play than these guys are at their own instruments, and that was very yeah. depressing for me because they're really, really good at what they do. No question. They're one of the only pop punk bands from around that time, and of their like, you know, size to really do harmonies. You did yeah. not hear harmonies on record, like especially not good ones like this. I think they're brothers, but I'm not. I'm not sure. Is that true, Joe? I have no idea. Okay. But I was just thinking that'd be really funny because like um, they have like you know a little description of them on the Bandcamp site. And it says comparisons uh, to the Smoking Popes would be a no-brainer. Um, and oh. that's just a band full of brothers. Oh, yeah. Band of, there you band go. Of brothers. A band of yeah. brothers. They're probably brothers. This is... I don't know if I would ever go back and listen to this. Right. It, had to, it would have had to hit me when I was at that impressionable age. There are certain records in my life where I'm like, if this had just gotten the exposure, it could have been huge. I don't know right. if that's the case. It's a little raw, but, um, you know, if it came out on Vagrant Records or something. Or if they were from... And they had the PR behind it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe this is the first record and they put out something enormous after that. Like, I know they had a follow-up LP, but it but came out so much later. Else? Yeah, not band-wise. I think they, they did a little bit more music, and I don't think they've really formed new bands. No, I don't think so. They have a website, and I went into it, um, and the last thing that they had were like, we were really excited to play this show for the first time in six years. And that, oh, was, I love in, that. that was in, like, 2011. So they That was the Sig Transit Gloria reunion, right? I, I don't know. I, I Probably. <laughs> Joey, do you know Sig Transit Gloria? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay, I was like, you would like them. I think you would anyway. I never really got into them when they were around, but um, yeah, I've heard songs and I'm like, yeah, this is actually like kind of right up my alley. Right. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that where I'm was uh, I've been I've been stubborn about a few records where I'm just like, ah, you know what? Like, I don't fucking I don't want to listen to that. That looks that sounds dumb. And then I listened to it later, and I was like, why did I not listen to this earlier? This is great. And I think oh, Sick Transit Glory is like one of those bands. Yeah, the first EP is tight. That is so much of music that I never checked out. Like I was like that yeah. about really dumb shit, like like Black Sabbath, like stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I don't want to listen to Black Sabbath. No thanks, no, Black Sabbath. No thanks. I'm sticking with Ozzy Osbourne with Zach Wild. That's the, <laughs> that's what I want. No, dude, I'm gonna listen to Coalesce. They're cool. No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Soulfly. Yeah, I definitely listen. But to I dis- I definitely listen to Soulfly. I definitely listen to Soulfly before ever act- listen to Black Sabbath. I mean, let's just take a poll. Soulfly or Black Sabbath? Vote oh, now. Soulfly. <laughs> not really. Not really. Oh, fuck. One, one year for my birthday, I think it might have been Peter Nelson, got me a Seven Dust. Uh, <laughs> was that, was it, where was that you? Was that Peter who no, got me no, this, no. a Seven Dust DVD? 
Wasn't it Nordic? <laughs> it might have been Nordic. I don't know. Someone got me that, and I think I still have it at my parents' house. I've never watched it. But I uh, think I was. I think I was there when he bought it. Whoever bought it, I was there with them, and I bought you the Atlas of Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Um, do you guys, you and I didn't know you at the time, but Pat, were you at my 17th birthday party where we went and played volleyball? Definitely. Great party. Yeah. So Peter Nelson showed up to that one um, and he brought me a, uh, a license plate that he found on the ground. And he also got me a, a, a VHS cassette tape of um, Escape from L.A., Wow, that's the most Peter Nelson <laughs> gift that ever was. Did you watch yeah. that Perfect. movie ever? No, I didn't. I was like, oh, thanks. I watched thanks, it Peter. probably five years ago for the first time, and the CGI is very, very bad. I and should, I should go back and watch, watch it those. just for that. It's probably charming too, though. I like yeah. that, like crappy v, uh, CGI. Oh, yeah, it's, no, it's it's, you definitely just watch it on Christmas morning, Christmas afternoon. It's one of those. Okay. I don't know. Cool. Um, the last band that we're going to listen to is Solo Soloist Anti Pop Totalization. They are a band here out of Tokyo. Um, and really rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, but Eyelash played a show with them in November, and uh, it's like a one person. You know, it's a soloist band. And uh, it just makes some really cool sounds. So here's the song called In the Body. So the shows that Eyelash plays, what kind of rooms are you guys in? Because I don't know. I don't know anything about Tokyo shows, you know. So you're pretty much what happens is you have like venues that have like bars or you have uh, like basically practice spaces. And so like those are like your like DIY shows. Wow. Um, but yeah, we just play like we play on a stage. We do a sound check and everything for, for most of them. I mean, it, it's it's basically like there's a bunch of empty bottles. Nice. Yeah, it's like, I, that would be the best comparison. And then maybe like some of the smaller ones are kind of like, um, what was the place on on California? Was it town, town? Township. Township, yeah, that one. Like there's like a few places that are like that smaller place. Oh, so it's like the back, of, the back room of a bar. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's cool. We, we played actually um, with this band at this place called um, Moonstep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a festival, so it was like a, like you would switch off in between the upstairs and downstairs. And eyelash played upstairs, which is not mm-hmm. not usually where they have bands play. But uh, since we're like we don't have a drummer, um, they put us up there. This one doesn't have a drummer either, but they. It's too know. underground for that. Are, yeah. I think this is much like uh, what was the name of the the Houseu band you played, Pat? RxM like, Reality. RxM Reality, much like RxM Reality. You know, this fades in the background if you play it soft. But it's, that's that true. Up. Yeah, I really like this band when I checked them out this morning. It gave me a little bit of a prurient kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Remember that group? Um, I guess that's an ongoing concern, but like they're, 
Yeah, that's that's so good. It's got kind of like a. If this played in on the soundtrack of Blade or something, I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Man, whatever. What happened to when you, to when movies were good? Blade, Queen of the Dam, <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser. <laughs> is Hellraiser good? I've never seen it. No, that, it's is, terrible. Oh, is it? Really fucking bad. But... Such an iconic look that guy had, though. It's yeah. like, like I didn't watch it until I was an adult, and maybe that's why I don't think it's very oh, sure. good. But uh, like I, I used to remember, like I went to Blockbuster Video, um, like the one at Four Corners. Oh yeah. That one. Yeah, I used to always go <laughs> yes. there. And I remember walking past the part where they had a uh, Hellraiser, and I was just like scared. I was like, "Ooh, I don't." Like, Dude, I would spend like the whole time my family was there looking at the boxes of horror movies. Just like I couldn't rent them. I was only ten or twelve or whatever. But like, the the graphics were so chilling. You're right. Yeah, I know. Like I remember, it's like the guy, you know, pinheads, like fucking. Right. That's that's terrifying. But it's not nearly as scary. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. The only mm. he is uh he is as scary as this song is good, but the but Hellraiser is not a good movie. <laughs> so you're saying this is not a good song? No, I'm saying the iconography is good, but the movie is fucking terrible. Uh, no, yeah. I liked I liked uh, Sapped by <laughs> no sorry in the body by Sapped by Sapped the Sapped LP. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if sapped, if if the band was called sapped, would they be egg punk or chain? Uh, let's, I, not, let's not let's not revisit that. I'm just no, being an asshole. No. Sapped. I don't know. Ah, that was cool. I uh, I'm glad that we got to do this, guys. Me too. Um, yeah, it was fun. Don't tell anyone else, but it was the most fun I've had doing one of these. I will. You not. say that for everyone. I yeah, didn't. you're just go such, listen, you're go such listen a back. Go listen, <laughs> go li- listen back. Oh, I definitely will. I'll yeah. make sure. No, we I'll had go, a very I, nice time. I'll go back and edit that in and be like, this is the best time I've done this. <laughs> It'll be the first time with Pat and Jim. They'll feel really good. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, but it's cool. Um, yeah, anything else you guys like to say? Pat, tell, um, me, tell me about your newsletter. Oh, before I go, yeah, I'm doing a newsletter just like everyone else. It's uh, delivered right to your inbox. Uh, you can find me at patrickclaza.substack.com. It's chiefly concerned with like the intersection of music and style. So like, I'll talk about how Blink-182 dressed in the year 1998. And um, I'll talk about merch, you know, a band that had cool merch. I'm not sure that I have a, you know, an audience there but i think i do so i'm working on it i think it's it's good stuff i love the prince one yeah that one thank great. you it was really good super fun to put yeah. together i wish those shirts didn't cost so damn much yeah they, much they go awesome i i should have included that regularly over 200 dollars. that makes sense yeah and, and many of them are like more like four or five hundred dollars i mean these are like 30 year old shirts from arguably the greatest musician of that time right. but huge huge artist how many of those could have survived but on the other hand i'm not gonna i'm not the kind of guy who's gonna spend four hundred dollars on a t-shirt no, no man, you got, not made for that. 
What's really cool is that Prince's estate is like reissuing those old shirts, which is like, do I want a reissue of a shirt? Maybe like for, for $30. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. And if they're exactly the same, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. In 30 years, it'll be vintage again, you know? Perfect. That's the shit you want. Exactly. Cool. Also Quicksilver. (laughs) Just leave it at that. Also Quicksilver. (laughs) Also Quicksilver. (laughs) All right. Diego, do you have anything to plug? Uh, Actually, if I've been uh, doing supply runs for 33rd Ward, Working Families, Asada's Daughters, Space Alliance. I don't know if anyone's paying attention, but the world sucks right now. So I'm using my Costco card. So if anyone has $5, dollars uh, Venmo me at the Egg Bro, B-I-E-G-B-R-O. Cash app is uh, dollar sign the Egg Bro 2. I'm not asking for money. I actually just got a new job where I'm finally making decent money. So congratulations. For the good of the people. Couldn't even yeah, get the Agoth on Venmo, huh? <laughs> Couldn't even get it on Venmo. <laughs> Man. You guys, I, I now have my camping hat on, so I'm going to cancel this and uh, oh, ways they cancel it. Cl- close it out. I'm going to cancel you look good. your asses. Does it look good, like with it over the headphones? You look, I like it. You look, you look like you meant that. It's good. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I'm going to go camping and I'll edit this Enjoy. when I edit it and I'll put it up and I'll put it up right before Diego's birthday. Ooh, Diego's 34th birthday. Happy birthday, Diego. And Thank then you. happy birthday, Pat, at the end of the month. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. I'll talk to you guys soon. Sounds All good. Right. Take care. Have fun. Peace. Bye.